Hello and welcome to another unedited special edition of Gritty Girls Podcast, COVID-19. That's right. It's me and Leslie, Christina Lee and Leslie Campbell. And again, we're doing it separately. Uh, Leslie in her home calling in and me in our little pop-up studio here in my home. And today we want to talk about um, mental health, but really just kind of an intimate talk, you know, our own experiences and maybe, you know, what our friends are going through and family um, are going through. Yeah, Yeah, because, you know, you and I were just chatting a little bit before I started recording that, um, you know, I think we we all have access to uh, information uh, on our, like, Facebook feeds and maybe Twitter or you were saying Instagram with yeah. tips, right? On hey, you know, oh, yeah. here are some tips for um, taking care of yourself um, during this time. But there's a big but. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's there's a lot of self help tips out there, self help tips, um, self care, I should say, related to um, you know the the current situation with the virus. Um, it's not hard to find, and um, I was telling Christina that what I didn't want to do was to be another talking head and regurgitate everything that's already out there, everything that everyone has already seen. Um, you know, after a while, I mean, I appreciate it, but after a while, I get a little annoyed because I'm kind of thinking, wow. There's so many experts out there. Are they really so <laughs> enlightened um, that they're above all this? You know, like, or are the people, are they experiencing what the rest of us normal folks are experiencing? <laughs> do you, and do you think you feel that way because it has been hard for you, um, at least this week, right? I mean, you weren't always feeling this way, but you were mentioning that it's been a little more challenging. Yeah, but I don't know if it's that, I don't know if that's the reason why, or if it's just because I've seen the same information, the same that's regurgitated over and over again. Mm -hmm. You just end up tuning out. A little. I mean, I still pay attention to it because, you know, sometimes it's good to have a reminder. In fact, I saw one today. It said something about um, staying hydrated. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. I was like, Oh yeah, I really need to drink some water. So it's I'm not saying ignore it. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's, there's some good reminders there. Some just basic stuff like drink some water. Yeah, you know, right? Yeah, maybe if the message uh, changes a little bit. Um, I think for me, uh, you know, I end up tuning out a little bit because first of all, um, I know a lot of the tips already. You know, exercise. Mm-hmm. Don't read too much news. Um, right. Go out and uh, be in nature, take a walk, uh, spend time right. with family, uh, you know, meditate if you can. So I definitely know uh, the basic things, you know, to do, even health-wise, right. don't eat too much junk, get dressed, mm-hmm. you know, in the morning. I actually do all those things. But oftentimes, knowing doesn't mean that I am always able to do. Yes. Um, and that's where maybe, you know, good portion of people are, um, that, you know, it's hard to, to do. So, um, what have you been finding for yourself that's hard to do? Um, well, you know, every day is a little bit different. Um, 
a lot of things very hard. Today's actually been pretty great, and, and yesterday was okay. Um, but I've I've had quite a few days where I have kind of just felt this heaviness. Um, to you know, I, I'm not typically a depressive person. Um, I tend to kind of swing more towards an you know, being anxious. Um, so anxiety is kind of more. Um, Anxiety is the territory that I am most familiar with, but um, any depression I've ever experienced in my life has been situational, not clinical. And so I know that the depression that I've been experiencing is situational, um, but it brings up a lot of things in my mind, um, such as number one, guilt. I have a lot of guilt. And for several reasons. Number one, I have I am in right now during this whole virus. Hey Leslie, I'm gonna um, have you hang up and call back from uh, again because you're breaking up a little okay. bit, and I'm not gonna sure. stop recording. So just just hang up and then maybe move to a different spot and call me back. Okay. Okay. Bye. I think I heard her kitty in the background. So cute. She has a gorgeous cat and a really cute dog. And she has, um, Leslie has said that they have been great um, therapy for her. I call them her furries. Okay, there she is. Okay. Okay. Okay, good. All right. So you were talking about guilt. Yeah. And guilt has been tough. So guilt around around what? Um. Quite a few things. Uh, number one, um, when I start to feel anxious or depressed, I start to feel guilty because I say to myself, "If we have no reason to feel anxious or depressed, you're in a good situation. Both you and your husband are still able to continue working at home. So our exposure is very minimal, limited only when we go out to get supplies. Um, our finances have not been impacted in any way because, again, we're both still working. Uh, in fact, we're actually saving money because we're not spending so much money on gas and tolls and eating out all the time. Um, I'm I'm at home. I'm safe. I live on two acres in the country, so I'm very well <laughs> cushioned. Um, from uh, away from people, I can easily get out in nature. I just walk out my front door, and there it is. I'm not stuck in a small apartment in a big city with little room to move around. So, if you look at my situation, it's really great, and and I'm honestly very, very thankful. Um, but that's where the guilt comes in because I think to myself, so many people have it so much worse. Why am I feeling this way? But granted, I. I have had a couple things pop up in the last few days that have, that are completely valid that have added to my uh, anxiety, and that would be the fact that my brother is sick. We're still waiting on his test results, uh, He and um, my parents were also tested as well. So as of now, you know, I don't know if they have COVID-19 or not. That's just up in the air. So, you know, I do have the added concern of family members. And I will just say, I stepped outside. So, what you're hearing now is my neighbor's four wheeler. <laughs> Again, Actually, I'm in the country. 
I hope okay, you're, good. Yeah. Well, I hope your brother, um, you know, I'm thinking good thoughts for him. So he's been on my mind and yeah. your parents. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to so let me know. Mm-hmm. I will, definitely. But yeah, so I, I have some guilt thinking, you know, like, like you're just a white, privileged little girl. You know, what do you have to feel anxious about? But you know what? The fact remains, I do feel anxious. I do feel depressed. And I think a lot of it is due to the fact that there's this collective suffering going on. And I am a sensitive person, a feeling person, an empathetic person. So whenever I read about um, the number of people that are dying, especially alone in these hot, they can't even be with their families in their last moments. And the loved ones can't be with their family members in these last moments. I read these stories. I, I read about the healthcare workers that are um, just stretched so thin. Um, gosh, talk about the amount of therapy that's going to be needed um, for them when this is all over. They're going through a very traumatic experience and they don't even have time to process what's happening. Your husband is in that situation right now. What's it going to be like for him when that dust settles? You know, right now he's in the thick of it. And, you know, all these things collectively are what start to weigh on my heart. Not only that, but there are some losses of my own, you know, a loss of normalcy, um, a loss of security, um, security in the sense that the world doesn't feel as safe as it used to, mm-hmm. um, loss of routine, um, you know, so there's all these things going on. It's a very complicated mix. And I know I'm not alone mm-hmm. in feeling this way. And I know that I'm not the only person in a similar situation that is also experiencing these, this strange mix of anxiety, depression, guilt. Um, and then there's the pressure of being productive. You know, you've got people posting about now is the time to, you know, create that startup, finish those projects. And so when you're feeling down and depressed and, and putting on your pants in the morning is a struggle, that's just added pressure. And you, then you start to think, well, what's wrong with me? Why can't I get my shit together? Susie over here, Mrs. Perfect, you know, she's got her kids doing school. They're all done by two o'clock and, and, and she started a business and her home is perfection. You know, what is wrong with me? So then there's that, you know, mm-hmm. um, there's more to add to it having to do with uh, kids at home, which I'll get to in a bit, but I want to hear from you. I want to hear what is your reaction to what I said? And then I want to know, how are you doing? Yeah. You know, I kind of wanted, um, before I talk about me, um, I guess um, I wanted to ask you, so how have you, you know, that anxiety, how has it shown up in what ways for you? Um, I am not an outwardly expressive person. Um, I tend to keep a lot in. I think the only people that would scoff at that would be my immediate family, not my husband, but maybe my my parents and my brother and sister. And the only reason why they may disagree is because I'm, I'm only expressive around people that I know very well and I'm very comfortable with. Um, so I, I, I do tend to hold a lot in. So, um, for example, the other day I was having a complete panic attack Mm -hmm. 
all morning, but I continued on as normal. I did the dishes. I made breakfast. Um, I did school with my kids. Um, I had started painting some uh, boards. that we, We've been doing some home remodeling projects while we're here at home. Um, and I was in the middle of helping my husband tack up the boards. And I just started bawling and he's like oh my god what happened like he had no clue mm-hmm. so my own husband didn't even know mm-hmm. because again I, I i keep it in and i don't like to cry in front of people not even in front of my husband i do not like to cry in front of people but i just kind of just kind of lost it yeah. um so outwardly there's not you wouldn't really know <laughs> but it's more of what i'm feeling on the inside um I kind of would teeter between an anxiety attack one minute and then just this heavy depression where I just don't want to do anything. I just want to lay on my couch and stare at the ceiling. Like that's all I can manage. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't do that because I fear that if I do, I won't get up off that couch. So I just keep pushing myself to do things Mm -hmm. and, you know, sometimes it works and I feel better and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, I, I do think that to-do lists can be helpful during that time. Sometimes the feelings can mm-hmm. be so overwhelming that um, I yeah. do have to avoid how I'm feeling at the moment and um, and distract myself. So I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, right. Only if, you know, if you never, if you never really take a moment or take more than a moment but, you know, take the time yeah. to also um, sit with them. So, right. um, yeah, I hear you. You know, you were talking about uh, how you burst out crying. And, uh, you know, when you did that, I mean, did you feel did you feel really uncomfortable or were you able to really let it out? It's more of a release, I think. Mm-hmm. And then a comfort, you know, from my husband. Mm-hmm. Um kind of held me and Aww. he's like just sit down he's like just take a rest you know so yeah you know sometimes <laughs> it's it's a good thing when I I guess let the wall down <laughs> mm-hmm. and let someone else see what I'm going through because mm-hmm. um, I don't it's weird like I, I'm okay talking about it but I don't like people to see me in the moment yeah I mean, you feel really, you know, you just feel vulnerable. Yeah. And you just feel out of sorts, you know, you just, you're worried at the same time what that other person is thinking and you're, and especially if it's family, you want to make sure they're okay and not freaked out because you're crying. Yeah. Right. And plus too, sometimes in the moment, yeah, I have trouble putting words to what I'm feeling. Um, when I'm in that moment, I, I'm like a, a bumbling idiot mm-hmm. i'm i'm usually pretty uh articulate um and i usually have no problem um telling people what i think about this or that but when it comes to my own personal feelings mm-hmm. if i have not had a chance or the ability to process them mm-hmm. then i don't know how to talk about it yeah yeah that's true that's true you yeah you need time to figure out, like, well, why did I do that? Right. You know, I don't know. I don't exactly. know. Exactly. Yeah, you just. Well, you know, I had a and moment. I feel like I've figured it out now, but. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a, that's the important thing of going back, right? And, right. Um, and taking a look. 
um, so that you can address, you know, what's upsetting you. Um, right. You know, it was so weird. I mean, when you talked about it, it made me think of, about a moment I had two days ago, and I burst out crying in front of my youngest, in front mm. of Maddox, yeah. yeah. And he was freaked out. In fact, he got a little oh. mad about it because he didn't know how to respond. And um, and it was over something that you're like, you know, he just was really puzzled. And I still have not been able to talk to him about it because I think I'll start crying again. You know, he yeah. is really great with Legos. And he has built uh, all these creations, you know, from his mind. And I, I have this shelf that I put up with um, – you know, a whole bunch of shelves on it so that his yeah. little creations are on one shelf, the larger, taller ones are, are on another. And there are like maybe 20 shelves on this Billy bookcase, if you know Ikea. Yes. Yeah. Thank so I you. put like 20, you know, uh, shelves on it to accommodate the creations that he has um, built over, I don't know, the past five years, you know? Yeah. And I really treasure them. Uh and what happened was the other day, and he hadn't built anything creative in a while, and he decided to, and he decided to make Lego Transformers and make his own. Mm. Well, instead of finding, uh, you know, all his pieces from our loose pieces, um, which used to be organized, but he got lazy, you know, and over time, now they're just in these big buckets. Right. So he ended up I cannibalizing. Up yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he started cannibalizing from the stuff on the shelf. Yeah. And when I oh. found out, I was so angry and sad. Uh, I couldn't even talk about it. I, I had to mm. go downstairs because this is up on the second floor. And then I had to go outside and sit. And when he came out to talk to me, I could not talk to him. And then when I finally did talk to him, I burst into tears. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he's like, well, they're my creations. Why are you so upset? And I could not talk about it. And I think that, yeah. you know, part of it had to do with, um, you know, with the pandemic. I mean, just with yeah. uh, the things that I have been, you know, kind of bottling up. I don't, I don't think that I'm bottling things up, but, you know, the things that I've been carrying. How about that? Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think for, for me, and I wonder for a lot of people, is um, you function. You know, I function. So, you know, every day I go through what I need to do. You know, I get up, I right. take care of the kids, get them to start their homework, get them, you know, we go out walking. Uh, I, I make my youngest uh, do like these seven-minute workout apps, you know, because, yeah. you know, he's getting a little round. Um <laughs> <laughs> you know, one too many Cheetos. And, uh, you know, just from just from being at home, right? Um, yeah. And so, uh, you know, working out, uh, make sure they're doing their chores, get on their homework. I mean, I'm a machine. It's, I just feel like a machine. You know, I'm going through that and, you know, I have some work that I do and from home and uh, cooking, cleaning, uh, doing the bills and the things that my husband did that I need to do because he's not living here right now. You had mentioned right. he's a physician, so and he's an ICU doctor, so he now lives. He moved out three weeks ago uh, to mm -hmm. avoid infecting us should he um, become infected. So I'm doing, you know, the things that he used to do, um, go out and do, you know, yard work with the kids. So what happens is. I find at the end of the day or even like in the afternoon, 
I feel, I mean, it's a true kind of emotional burnout. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's an emotional burnout um, where I feel like uh, a vessel that is uh, about to spill over. Um, right. Yeah, I just feel like, uh, you know, a bit cacophonous inside and uh, where um, I actually have a headache, right, at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are moments like that where I can start to feel a bit of a, a sense of um, like separation even, you know, from uh, my surroundings, uh, you know, in the sense yes, that... Yes, disassociating. Yeah, there's a bit of disassociation. There is. Um, yeah. Where there isn't, you know, where there's a lack of groundedness. Uh, yeah. You know, and I feel it physically because of just how I push and push and push to to do and fulfill what I think is important. And, and you know, I'm not doing those things that, uh, you know, are on the mental health list of, you know, self-care. Um, right. And I know to do them. I know that I should, but I'm not doing them. And I think for right. a lot of people, um, it's not easy to one of the hardest things to do and I've told my kids this is taking care of yourself and no one ever tells us that but it is one of the hardest things for people think about how much money is made off of uh you know products and services to help you take care of yourself so we suck at it we suck at it we suck at it uh you know and and you know I'm no better at it now really good at it though this is gonna sound terrible what? selfish people uh, yeah that can do you think so yeah. because <laughs> think about it if i were really really selfish then i could just yeah set like my my, my kids and the husband and my work aside yeah. and do what the fuck i wanted to do yeah you know yeah i really could and you know and i think some people can afford to be more more selfish um, depending on life circumstance. You know, part mm-hmm. of it too is you're not just taking care of, you don't just have yourself to work, look out for, mm-hmm. right? No, definitely. You've got, yeah. you don't, you've, your, your, your mother is at home, yes, right? She's still mom, with, with right you. My mom, yep. I take care of her. You've got your, your kids and, and, um, and I worry about Raymond. Right. I order PPE for him. Like I do research on PPE. Yeah. Personal protective go. equipment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it, it's like a catch 22 as well, because if you were single and stuck alone, imagine the isolation coming from that. Yeah. The, the, the upside would be, well, you've got more time to maybe take care of yourself. Um, and there's no one else yes. pulling out. You know what I mean? It's it's like it's like it doesn't matter what situation you're in. There, there's going to be a pro. There's going to be pros and cons. Yeah, you know there what are. I mean? But here's the thing, though. I mean, I think you're right. Um, I also think, though, that there are people who are single, though, who are really bad at taking their taking care of themselves. That is very true. bad. I mean, when I was single, like maybe like workaholic. Yeah, workaholic. People that just aren't motivated. Aren't motivated, or you have you you're depressed, or yeah, you, know, you have um, you know, you had. 
you had patterns that you built in from dysfunctionality when you were a kid. I mean, mm, I had that yeah. for sure when I was single. And, you know, I've become a lot more healthy mentally after getting married and having kids, partly because right. there was a push for you to function and to right. take a good look at yourself because of dysfunction dysfunctional relationships that I had. And I didn't want those with my family. But the other thing is that, um, you know, even though uh, the thing about selfishness, the thing is, though, if I really wanted to take care of my family, I do need to be more quote unquote selfish and and uh, you know yeah. do good self care. Put your own oxygen on. I do so that way, just like in an airplane. Because you and know, I just want to throw this out there: if I sound ignorant to people out there, I'm I'm really sorry. I am literally processing this as it's coming out of are. my mouth. Yeah. Okay, um, it's the unedited, you know this yeah. isn't yeah yeah and and also I can only speak from ex- from what I have experienced myself. And yeah. I realize that there are many other people that have vastly different experiences from what me and Christina yes. have, and we acknowledge that. So I just ask for a little grace as we we process through this. So I'm please know I am not intentionally trying to offend anyone. I'm glad you bring it up though. Here's two things on that. Number one is that um, I love it that you're honest and you're you're just like you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna say what I what I think and what I feel because um, a lot of people uh, are you know trying to figure things out um, and it's mm-hmm. it's through talking about it that you know we get new ideas and we we, we I don't know you know we talk through it right and then the other right. thing is um, you brought up a really good point you know we should just remind people that you know we are not giving out medical advice. Um, no, definitely, definitely we're, not. We're definitely we're never giving out medical advice. Um, we or we, mental health advice yes. or any advice at all. This is <laughs> we're just trying to have a conversation that maybe people can relate to and yeah. maybe find some comfort in knowing yes. that they're not alone. Right. And we're at 25 minutes, so we're going to wrap it up and, and, you know, remind you all, I think it's a good place to, to pause until we come back again for our next episode. But I would um, like to say one more thing, though. Yeah. Your story about the Legos, um, that was, that was a beautiful story to share. And here is why I think so. Mm. You know, our world is not what we're used to right now and everything is so abnormal but the thing that has pretty much remained the same for most of us is that the inside of our homes is has a certain amount of normality other than the fact that maybe we're there more than usual so you have walked by that shelf day in day out seeing those same legos there and seeing new creations added to the shelf. (laughs) So that was, that was like a slice of normalcy that you could depend on, right? Yes. And when you walked by and you saw pieces taken out, and even though in the grand scheme of things, Legos really don't matter right now, that took away just a slice of your security inside of your safe zone in your house Mm -hmm. and because of how sensitive most of us are I can totally see how how that could cause you to just like be so angry or want to cry about it I I get it and I just wanted to tell you that 
I appreciate that. I'm still upset about it. And, uh, yeah. you know, I, I haven't entirely fully, fully processed it. Um, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, it was really sad. And I don't want to fully, fully get into, you know, all of it. Um, right. You know, but, um, yeah, it was um, it was a tough moment. And mm. uh, as people have those moments, um, maybe they won't feel, you know. So and I have moments. one more question for yeah. you because this was important for me. Have you felt any guilt as a mother in all of this? Like that maybe you're not doing enough or maybe you're doing too much of one thing and not enough of another. I feel guilty about um, about uh, my kids seeing me stressed out. So Ethan mm. has said a few times, my oldest, um, do you need a hug? Uh, yeah. Mommy, you know, you should do something you like right now. Oh. You know. Yeah. Uh, or don't read too much news. You're, you're getting stressed out. So they're, <laughs> they're saying, yeah. I mean, he's he says that several times during the day. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, I do feel, I feel some guilt about that. I do. And yeah. so I've said to myself, mm, okay. All right, got to do some self-care about- here. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. I've had some guilt surrounding my kids because I'm not using this time to create magical educational moments for them. Yeah, what's wrong because with Because I'm too busy. I know, I'm too busy just trying to cope. So, some, sorry, kids. Yeah. I want some picturesque moments that, you know, on right. Facebook, yeah, and Instagram. Right, it's not, it's right. not authority. <laughs> well, right, you know Christina. what? That's real. That's real. Yeah, so. true. Okay, so we're going to wrap it up. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and come back uh we'll you know for our next episode where we are going to be talking about uh I don't know. actually some more personal stories. Um this time it has uh directly to do with the virus. Um what have we mm. experienced with that? So All right, until then. All right, everyone, take care of yourself. Bye. Ciao.